0: We're live.
1: Welcome to screencast, everyone. Kind of funny's movie streaming, TV uh, entertainment podcast that we do he- each and every week here on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. If you're watching live, if you're watching this on YouTube, we're on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Please subscribe, hit that bell notification, and let us know if you have any comments in the comments below. And Kevin will jump on there, and if he agrees with you, he will say you're awesome. And if he doesn't, he will delete your comment throw it out of the internet forever. Uh, I'm your host today, Nick Scarpino, joined by the movie bros herself, Joey Noel.
2: Hello, how's everybody? Kevin,
1: the big dog Coelho. And for the first time ever on screencast, ladies and gentlemen, a little <laughs> a little known boy who has been a Superman fan all his life. Uh, we're giving him his first comeuppance. I think this is part, Joey, if I'm not mistaken, part of our up-and-coming program, up-and-comers yes. program. <laughs> Just uh, we were...
2: a really, a really uh, out loud community member. That's not the word I was looking for. Am, I, am I saying this I right? Spoken. Greg spoken, St. St-
3: Ange is is it. it. You nailed it. You nailed Great. it. Uh, Mr. Scarpino, pleased to be here. Uh, well, happy to have
1: you, Greg. We want to hear your thoughts, obviously, on the Snyder Cut, which is the biggest news story coming up. But before we uh, get to that, we want to thank our Patreon producers who helped make this show possible. Mohammed Mohammed, Cameron, vote for Regan. Steve, Rogers Powers. Lee, El Pollo Loco Polero. Julian, the gluten-free gamer. Kiernan O'Donnell, and Drew Garnier-Fructis. And I'm not sure if Al Travisman is supposed to be on here or not, so I'm just going to throw his ass up there as well. The predator. But, uh, <laughs> we have nicknamed him the Predator, and that's apparently something that's going to stick with you forever when you move houses. you got to knock on people's door
3: and yeah. tell them that you are in fact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the right kind of Predator. I don't know if he needs to do that <laughs> as the Predator.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, a couple of housekeeping uh, before we get to the big news of the day. Uh, go over to kindoffunny.com slash store and check out our new stuff. Uh, we got the "PS I Love You" sweatshirt and the Super shirt that we're loving very, very much. Uh, we have Will also-
2: the T-shirt maybe be restocked on Monday?
1: <gasps> we don't know. We don't There's know. We hope so. Uh, it's an awesome T-shirt, and I'd like one. So hopefully they restock it and send me one because uh, that would be great. And of course, I think I have sh- one for you. <laughs> Do you have one for me?
2: I think so. I'll check it's a my stuff. because
1: I want to wear the I want to wear the crew neck shirt, but uh, it's a little it's too hot. hot. Outside. Yeah, the outside needs to make up its g darn mind if you know what I mean, mm-hmm, Joe. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's getting hot, getting cold. Don't like any of that. Of course, this show is brought to you by our sponsors, Honey and ExpressVPN. But we'll tell you a little bit about them later, gentlemen. It's happened finally, and I, for one, have been an outspoken supporter of this cut
3: since day uh, one. I'm so glad all you fuck faces get to eat crow. Just I, eat it. Just I, fucking eat it. You know what I mean? I do oh, believe it. be better. Oh, it wasn't even that many reshoots. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck Greg. you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> 20 million <laughs> fucking dollars. Four hours of content and or six episodes. You fuck us no. I really, really more. hope you th-
0: you enjoy this time that we're going to have right now. This year and a half, two years. However long it lasts
3: before... We know whether
0: it's terrible or amazing.
3: Here's the thing is what I keep going back to because people want to try to bring me down, right? Because, again, again, you are all succubuses that can't just let anybody be happy about anything. (laughs) I've been a supporter of this since day one, Greg. There's no possible way this movie can be worse than Justice League. It's impossible. Justice League is awful. It's not.
1: Yes, it can be longer. It's not going to be as bad. The thing about Justice League is that as for as bad of a film as it is, at mm. least it is has a coherent plot that stands on its own two feet. Right, so there right. is a definitive beginning, middle, and end. And I think the best part about that movie is that it actually does end. But what I'm worried about <laughs> with the Snyder Cut is that they're just going to keep making more episodes. of it. And it's never going to stop. The fact that he's like we might release it in chapters, I'm like, what? No, don't do that. How about do this? It. How about do instead it. of a four-hour movie? you cut a two-hour movie that's better than the other two-hour movie so that we can then say, hey, you are, in fact, a competent director. No? I mean, this, like I mean the
3: last movie wasn't his movie, so there's nothing for him to cut. You know what I mean? Like, he's oh, got to make the God. movie, Nick. He's got to make and finish his vision of the movie. Yeah. You claim to so, be a mod artist, Nick, but you're not, Clearly.
1: Uh, I mean, no, I'm an artist myself. In fact, I would do this in black and white and stay silent for the whole time if that's if that's what people wanted. <laughs> uh, a couple of interesting facts about this that I, that I want to talk to you guys about. Obviously, uh, this is part of the big pitch for HBO Max, uh, which is Ooh. the Warner Digital streaming service launching May 27th, which is just a few days away from now. Um, of course, this movie is not expected to hit that platform uh, until 2021. It's unclear when that's going to be, but we assume that's probably going to be, I, I imagine as early as humanly possible to try to get that out because mm-hmm. ultimately uh, when you pull back the very thin veil on this one, this is a giant money grab by Warner brothers to try oh, and yeah. get people to sign up for this platform, which to be fair, you know, it's HBO. So if you want HBO and you get a bunch of extra stuff like rooster teeth and stuff, for this platform is great. But the question I have is like, is this, was this the right choice for Warner brothers to do? Hmm.
2: For your this question?
0: Is, I feel like this is brilliant you know it's a a smart choice there's a good amount of people that want it the only thing is it is it close enough because i feel like they should have had this prepped for the release sooner now them releasing this platform now in the middle of this pandemic good i think that's going to boost things but um i i think this is a smart move like It's crazy they're gonna spend twenty to thirty million dollars on this, but at the same time, all right, cool. Like, uh, hopefully, it'll look good.
1: Greg, yeah. What do you uh, when I when I say I know it's a smart move, yeah. But honestly, dialing it back. I know you're a huge fan. Is this is this a a, 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 the right move for them to do as far as as far as uh, giving in to the outpour of people who have wanted this since day one?
3: Yes. It is. And I think that that's what's so hard to separate the... And this is... I was going to say the wheat from the chaff, right? But this is the argument with the internet in general, right? Is that I know uh, so many people did... You know, yesterday when this all happens, obviously Twitter hates Zack Snyder and hates the DCEU. So they were like, oh, this fucking sucks. This is going to be worse. It's just going to be longer, yada, yada. But there was this other undercurrent of like... This is yet another example of studios giving in to assholes, right? Of yeah. Asshole fans that went, like, they were like, I saw somebody be like, go look at Joss Whedon's mentions right now, right? Like people are dancing on his grave kind of thing, yada, yada, yada. The problem with that is that not everyone's an asshole. And just like we see in our own community, right? That like when somebody, when somebody wants to be negative in comments, that always shines brighter and louder than the people who are doing good things. The, the, the core people who started the hashtag release the Snyder cut thing and the, and the people who adopted it, myself included, right? We're never doing it to go after uh, Joss Whedon to uh, have people, I don't know, you know, fucking harass the WB execs. I don't even know who they are. I wouldn't have done it. So I don't know. Um, it wasn't that thing. It was people getting behind this movement and, you know, putting up billboards and raising money that went to a suicide prevention charity and doing all the stuff that for the most part was very much uh, centered around like, listen, and I think Nick, I'd like to think you would agree with this point. Mm. Listen, this is going to come out one way or another. Why make us wait? Yesterday, there was a quote from Zack Snyder in The Hollywood Reporter who's like, man, yeah, like, I thought this would eventually happen in, like, 20 years. Somebody would want to talk to me for a documentary or something, right? Mm-hmm. And it immediately made me think of uh, John Shep, uh, Schnapps, uh you know, The Death yeah. of Superman yeah. Lives, right? Yeah. The rundown of Superman, uh, the Tim Burton Superman movie. It made me, as a fan, think about the Richard Donner cut of Superman and Superman 2. Like, This was going to happen, and I think it is the right and smart move to do it.
1: was it going to happen? Because this is an unprecedented thing to spend 20 to $30 million to essentially remake a film. Whereas you you bring up the Donner cut. They didn't spend nearly that much, from what I recollect, to actually go back and do that. They just literally went back and found all his old footage that the
3: other director threw out and put some more scenes in for him. Exactly. And so, yeah, let me be very clear, I guess, right, of – yes this is unprecedented and you know yesterday when it was all happening and i was reading about it like i knew it was going to happen based on this well, i didn't know but I, the scuttlebutt this week early had been like it the word is he screened some stuff and like it's going to get announced this week and people were already kind of doing a victory lap but waiting for the official word when the official word came during kind of funny games daily yesterday it was like oh cool they're doing it and then reading about it was when i was like wait what the fuck they're gonna do 20 million dollars yeah. you know what i mean they're gonna do four hours like i was 100 expecting Hey, so they're going to take what I already have and put it out and we're going to put in animatics. We're going to put in, uh, you know, unfinished things. We're going to do all this different stuff to give you a cobbled together Frankenstein movie here that like the, the seams are very much showing in most of the shots. So yeah, that's above and beyond. I always thought with this, that eventually worst case scenario, right? Like Zack Snyder is going to do a podcast series where he lays all this out or get interviewed by somebody, you know, and lay it all out. My, Best case scenario because this is so far above and beyond was that it would either get released in a completely unfinished form I, so that's not even best case best case i thought it would have been that Zack snyder would have buried the hatchet with wb and dc comics and some they would have paired him with an artist and been like right. cool do a listen comic we have yeah. we have a very successful comic book business why don't we just draw the rest of your fucking thing and do it the way you would have wanted and lay it out that way i thought that would have been a really cool thing and so for them to do this is as you said unprecedented and crazy and suddenly like the sky is the limit right of like wait are they gonna get so is this like henry cavill getting back in the suit like because we you know there's been all this talk of like he he wants to but do they want him and this that and the other like where does that I shake mean, out? You
1: know what I mean? For for sure, they're bringing the, the article has been talking about how they might bring back people to do like other VO lines, yeah, and, and VO yeah. lines. But I mean, honestly, and I and I, I wrote this question down for you in jest, but this is a perfect example of something that they absolutely, if they can get him back in the costume and fix, let's fix it or cut it out. Can they reshoot the mustache scenes? Can they reshoot <laughs> the scenes? And I don't even—I'm not even joking. Like, he's not going to be as buff as he was
3: before. But can you just? Can we reshoot those as close-ups and actually have them have here's a, my a thing, moment Nick, in and 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 this. If we can just put it all aside for a second, and if I can just get the, your belief. like The Justice League we watched is not the Justice League Zack Snyder was making or will make. Like, The but mustache, point, the mustache scenes you're talking about are not what Zack Snyder would want in this movie. That's going to be thrown away. That's not going to be there. But there's a
1: moment where he has to fight Steppenwolf, right? Like right. Superman, at some point has to fight Steppenwolf, and those are some of the scenes where the mustache is kind of kind of popped out. So they have to either reshoot those, or re-choreograph but, them, or reanimate them, right? But again, that was those well, were reshoots,
3: Nick. Like that wasn't what Zack Snyder shot already and had in the can for that. What,
1: but I. But here's the thing: he left the project so early. Thirty million dollars means they have to reshoot he, a tenth of this movie. Did he? That's the it was three hundred million.
0: Did he leave uh, early? I, I thought he left when like three quarters of the project was done.
1: Either way, I mean, yeah. think about that though. Well, like I mean, I you're, you're talking different. about a movie that still has to, has twenty to thirty minutes more to shoot of it. Yeah. And this has always been my thing with the Snyder cut. When you talk about the Dick, the, the Richard Donner cut, yeah. that means that yeah. at some point there was a version of this film, or like you talk about the Ridley Scott cut for Blade Runner. There, that, that means there was a three, a two hour cut, or, or the James Cameron cut for for Aliens. Right. These cuts existed before, and the studio said, hey you know, specifically for for, uh, for Blade Runner or for like Aliens, the studio was like, these are too long. You've got too much stuff going in here. Audiences don't want to sit through two two hours and 30 minutes of aliens slaughtering people on a planet. Spoilers, We I'd sit through three fucking hours of that movie. So when, you, <laughs> so when they release those cuts, you're like, oh, that's cool. We're actually getting some of the original backstory for Ripley. We're seeing some of these other cool scenes. We're getting a sense of how long these colonial Marines were actually stuck in this facility um, before they were all slaughtered and massacred, right? But that's not going back and taking a tenth of the original budget and shooting more scenes that were never filmed to begin with and then going back in and doing CG for that. Like to me, a, a recut is oh, we go back, we find that old footage. Uh, maybe we got to spruce it up a little bit here with some, with a different color pass and potentially like do a couple of the effects so they're passable. But this is $30 million they might be spending on this, which is going to be like, you can't even call it Justice League at that point. You got to, you're going to have to call it something different, right? You can't call it the Snyder cut. We're going to have to call it like, the league of justice or something i don't know
3: i mean they'll be called justice league the Zack kind of. i'm I'm, te- I'm teasing
1: around but on that one but like i just think like this is just this is not it's interesting for me because for me it's always been you know you 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 put what you put it out in the theater and that's the thing right and mm-hmm. now being able to go back and having these studios with these streaming platforms retcon these movies um and potentially add 20 to 30 million dollars back into them to make more money off of them i'm conflicted on that because I, I just don't know if if that's a good precedent to set especially when you're capitulating to people who uh, to greg's point you know there's a lot of super positive bad. people that are like we want this we're not all bad greg's not all bad obviously you know you're you're a good guy and i know you want this because you want to see what what could have been this movie the maybe it could have been a little bit better um, but there's also a lot of people out there that are toxic and they're getting their way as well so it, it's a conflicting thing
3: but that's the thing is like it's just the shitty nature of the internet This is we saw the same thing with Spider-Man PlayStation 4 where people wanted the Raimi suit and when uh, Insomniac announced what was to be the last D- uh, DLC or suits that were that we knew were coming and it wasn't the Raimi suit people flipped the fuck out and acted like children and acted like assholes and then three days lo- later Insomniac's like here's the Raimi suit we were we were trying to surprise you you know what i mean and it was this thing that they couldn't say i shouldn't i shouldn't speak for them as a company i i believe they couldn't say like you guys may act like assholes we clearly already made this like it's done you know (laughs) if we're releasing it like it wasn't like we did this in two days it was the fact that it, it seems like you're rewarding the assholes but in fact the assholes aren't what made it i think the majority of people know that and it is the sad state of existing on the internet that Everybody who has any opinion or does anything on the Internet gets fucking trashed for it and gets drugged through the mud at some point for it. But you have to look beyond that to the actual, you know, silent majority that is enjoying something and does want it to be what it is.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess one of the part of the the negative reactions I'm having to this is that I don't think Warner Brothers is looking at those positive people and going, we're rewarding you. What I think they're doing is going, there's money out there. Let's grab it oh, as sure. hard as possible. And I don't, yeah. like again, as a person who runs a, a company, like I can't fault people for wanting to make a profit and giving audiences what they want because that's that's what we do here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games every day. Make sure yeah, Amazon
3: Prime, Twitch Prime, donate us.
1: It. Get it, get it, get it. Um, so I can't, but, but to me, this smacks of some genius vice president who wants to be the head of Warner Brothers one day that goes, what if we release this? And and, and it would totally bump our, our Q1 quarterly numbers for 2021. Uh, and then someone else is like, yeah, but that sets a bad precedent of now people will be enraged and even more incensed when the next Marvel or I mean, it probably won't be Marvel because they make good movies. But the next Star Wars movies comes out and we go, we don't want Rose to be in this movie at all. Are they going to go back but and capitulate to I, that and take her out of uh, The Last I, Jedi when it's released?
0: I think that this is different, like in the sense that like. People have a, a basis to jump off of where, you know, they're, they're sitting there and like there was a different version. They switched the directors at the like, you know, when the movie was only 70 percent done. Sure. Like there, there is a basis of like where people can be like, oh, the the path deviated here versus, you know, uh, totally retconning something. Exactly. Also, it helps that like there isn't much after this in the DCEU. Right?
1: Correct. Um yeah. yeah, I mean that that'll be that's another question. Like yeah. if he if he has threads that don't that go to other places, like how does that work with but with like, what, I mean the theatrical release has to be the canon movie, right? There's no possible way they could be like, this is gonna be canon from here forward and then it doesn't no, so I are mean, right
3: So fucking fascinating about it is yeah, that I yeah. think that yeah, we're back to us being in an unprecedented time, right? Of like hold on one second i'm trying to clarify one thing for you and by the way God. i agree with you
1: kevin i'm playing mostly devil's advocate like i totally understand that he had a different vision for it and i think it's absolutely fascinating that they're giving him 30 million dollars to finish that yeah but i, I would I love to so see cool. like, how much the movie was actually done beforehand yeah. because well, it here's was only, the like, thing just
3: to bring the, it up again Nick, because i just think there's a, a fundamental misunderstanding like this is wikipedia snyder stepped down in may 2017 during post-production like Again, there would have been reshoots, but he shot what he wanted to shoot with these people to make his movie. And then Joss came in and did a whole bunch of stuff, again, at the behest of Warner Brothers, who, again, this is my whole argument on in-review, and I won't make it a four-hour long episode like I do there all the time, (laughs) right? Is like, the problem here is that you had a bunch of fucking mealy mouth executives at Warner Brothers who I think made a bad decision in the start of this and said, man, we need, to do, 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 we need to do the DCEU. We don't really have a vision and we can't do Marvel. Zack Snyder, you made Watchmen awesome. Do Man of Steel. Oh, that was great. Do you have a vision for the whole thing? Do Batman, do this. And then he starts pitching all this stuff and how he wants to build the dark side and how he wants to have this two-part Justice League and how he wants Suicide Squad to tie into that, right? A, another fucking trash movie. And by, oh, stick with me, trash movie uh, the final product because when we get to suicide squad warner brothers is now starting to panic because they're reading the room and being like man people want superman to be uh, way more nice than this this is the, why is batman killing people uh we've read we don't we don't we didn't really buy into your vision. We were happy you had a vision. And now we see that the general audience's vision doesn't line up with your vision. So let's totally rip the fucking balls off Suicide Squad. Make it this fucking weird ass enchantress just doing this shit. Not an agent of dark Side. not a thing at all. Doesn't build into your whole universe and they're like wait that fucking sucks then they get to justice league and it is this thing that they do the whole thing the way he apparently wanted or most of the way he wanted the you know untimely death of his uh, daughter forces him off the project in post-production they bring in Weedon, and they're like listen you fucking crushed it with avengers please make this more like that at which point they have a full breakup with Zack snyder which at which point they put out justice league which is this hodgepodge frankenstein of a happy movie and then a weird movie and then a shitty villain and then like a nothing and then whatever and they end it literally it does so poorly they're like all right cool we're done with the dceu connecting that's not a thing anymore now they can all just be standalones they can be shazam they can be the new suicide squad they can be wonder woman they're still technically in the universe but we don't have to tie them together right and they blow all that up and batman or ben Affleck leaves batman Uh, uh henry cavill is in this weird limbo of man people hate you as superman and everybody's like well no we just We like him as Superman. We just don't like what you gave him to work with. But then some people do like what in this blah, 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 blah. So getting here, long story short, to get here now and have this made is I'm obviously fascinated. I think, and Nick, you know better than me. This is fucking crazy that this is happening the way it's happening. Yeah. On top of that being fucking ludicrous and saying that we're seeing this, I can't wait to see what happens next. Because again, like i i i don't know and again like i understand that i'm the release the snyder cut guy and i'm i fucking lived it up yesterday but remember i'm not that big of a fan of the dceu like it's not what i would have done it's not what i wanted i think where they were going was interesting i would have much rather seen them go to completion with this see steppenwolf and dark side see that lead to the rise of uh, superman and man and uh, justice league 2 Whatever it's going to be, and like even that, when you see the family tree thing they've put out of like what looks to be Zack's vision, it looks like that at the end of Justice League 2 The EC, DCEU would have been done because we're not going to have a movie uh, universe without these people and Superman's kid and all the shit. I digress though. What gets interesting here is that when they put out the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League and that ends, does that end the way? they wa- were originally going to end it, which made it seem like Dark Side was going to come and we were going to have to mm. fucking throw down. And then part two is going to be about like apocalypse war with apocalypse. Or is it going to be that it, they changed the ending to be definitive and leave it there? And then what happens? Cause even then I think it just opens up the world, right? Like they made a big deal, Nick, I don't know how much you've seen or paid attention that, the new Justice League dark animated film that just came out, right, is the end of the the anima- that animated universe they've been playing with. That's oh, like I the know, last story cool. in that one. They're going to still make it. i are waiting, I'm waiting to them. rent it because it's, it's only available for purchase right now. And so like how dope would it be? And again, I, I just want to see them play around with this, but they get to the end point of Justice League and they're like, cool. Yeah, we're not, I mean, I don't know what kind of fucking numbers they would need on HBO Max to justify going back to theaters with whatever they want to do and continue that way. Maybe that happens, but even if it doesn't, it's like, mm-hmm. Cool. We've seen it this far, and now Zack Snyder is going to work with whoever and make an animated film. Now Zack Snyder is going to do the comic book thing to see where his whole story was going to go. The fact that, like, in a in a in a world where. You know, there can be this messy of a breakup, and then just what two, three years later, they can come together and make this work. Granted, for I'm sure a dump truck full of money, and Zack Snyder getting oh, yeah. to just eat fucking, you just sit there and be like, I'm the king of the goddamn world. Like again, <laughs> if the, of the world me, until 2021, we'll see what happens. Well, no, because I mean, spoiler alert: people are still gonna hate the movie. Like it's it's
1: well, it's and so that's that that leads me to my final point with you is like there you the that picture that you just painted I'm sure is very very accurate but I'm gonna paint you an alternate picture right is that the executive producers and the head of the studio sat down and watched his cut originally and were like this is fucking horrible oh my god what do we do we have to hire someone in who can come in and fix this because this is just a four hour hodgepodge mess of zero story. 20 different threads that go around, and Superman just massively fucking being a serial killer or whatever. <laughs> what do we do with this? How do we fix this? Well, let's call the guy that brought everything else together, which is Joss Whedon. Joss comes in and does his best cleaning up, you know, uh, Snyder's mess, and then everyone, of course, get. The- by the way, that was a position that I, n- I never would have put myself in. I'd be like, this is a fucking bad idea. I'm only going to take shit from this. There's no... This is a- It's like directing a Star Wars film now. It's a lose-lose situation. There's just no way... Um, so that's always been the question on my mind, but it's such a weird reality that we live in right now that we finally get to answer that. And it, and it's, it kind of, it reminds me of the old adage of like better for people to think you're an idiot than for you to open your Mm -hmm. mouth and prove them right. Because I think everyone's going to fucking eat shit when this movie comes out and it is just a mess. But. I will be very pleasantly. I will be. I will happily admit that I'm wrong if this ends up being a really cool sort of one-off continuation of his vision. I just don't think his vision was that strong to begin with. And when you start off with a really with an interestingly weird, not very good vision that can only last a couple movies, I just don't think it goes that far. I don't think it goes into a four-hour cut. But I'll watch all seventeen chapters of whatever Snyder wants to do, or at least I'll get through as many of them as I can before. I got to just pop on Predator Hunting Grounds.
3: Yeah, that's right.
1: Um,
0: uh, last thing quick, here. Real quick, I, yeah. I, I do want to say I am really excited excited for this. And I'm very hopeful that they're going to be making more content out of it. I hope that at some point in the next two years, we get a movie that's called The Snyder Cut that like goes and True, like the tells the story of like what was the original movie, how much was cut, mm-hmm. what changes they made to now this continuation. Uh, and also, it would be really interesting if this – is phenomenally successful and then gets a release in theaters afterwards leading to maybe a sequel (coughs) at some point like i know that's all unlikely but i'm just saying the possibility of something like this happening where we already had a movie this different version of the movie potentially comes out and makes waves like that's really exciting if anything's
1: possible at this point, um, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> but I mean, literally anything's possible. If they're gonna put 30 million dollars into this, they could go back and fucking recut Dick Donner's cut with brand new effects and be like, here we are, here's super here, here's Justice League part two. People are like fucking hey, why not? Whatever. Um, one of the uh quick little follow-up here, Greg, and then we'll let you go. Uh sure. obviously one of the fun stories that came out of this was Joe Manganello was like, Hey, cool, maybe they'll finally have my original post-credit sequence. Where and he uh, he uh, put out a couple emojis that that uh, said that potentially maybe he's fighting Batman in that credit sequence, mm. so it could be pretty cool.
3: We'll see we will what a fucking hurry they were in to make that universe for they they hadn't even fucking released Justice League and they put out an image of Deathstroke and they're like this is going to be the villain in the Batman movie that Ben Affleck's writing you're like what the fuck is going on it is it is interesting
1: and I don't know I I mean I don't think this is going to have any ramifications for the Batman I feel like Matt Reeves I feel like I feel like the universe is kind of set where it's at and he's kind of going forward with this new project but it'll be interesting to see if they make him shoehorn (laughs) what's I
3: mean what I think is really interesting and again we're talking about like you know time will tell where this all goes and kind of thing is like what what is the ramification of this on the flash movie that i've always said is not going to fucking happen but every time there's some i see in the screencast you know there's topics of like oh no it's this has happened this is moving forward whatever it's going to be flashpoint which every uh, if you're not a comic book person is where you could easily reset the timeline and have a universe again and not have it be the same people and not have it be the same events and learn from that but is that now if I'm even if there's even an inkling at WB, like maybe this thing will be good enough that we don't want to, we want to keep the universe as like, you know what I mean? Like, what does that do with anything? Cause again, nobody fucking knows over there. Just hire me and Gary Wood we'll come in to fix it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Speaking by of which, Feige, anyway, when is your comic book available?
1: By the way, is it available now? Uh, no, it's mail June 9th. I believe that Tuesday. Everyone go buy a, go buy a copy of it right now. As soon as you can and have it delivered to your June house. 9th, yeah. June 9th. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Greg, you can stick around if you want. Uh, no, fuck you. I, <laughs> wow, okay. That was it. That was it. Uh, we camera, got lots of cool. Right. And mute What's the thing. Yeah. We'll mute the Kevin, thing. We'll you take your pants off and we'll walk around in the background. I like
0: mean, I, you nailed it.
1: Kill the camera.
0: Hit mute the thing.
1: Kill the camera. Hit mute the thing. Cool. Right, I'm cool. muted now.
0: There no, he's, I, We no. can still hear him. So
1: fucking
0: can you he hear us? <laughs> Great.
1: I got to do the ad reads. Stop throwing out exploits. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. I uh, have some really fun stories coming up, not the least of which I do uh, want to comment again for anyone I didn't hear my opinion on Joe Rogan going to Spotify. Uh, we also have some Legally Blonde three news, which I know Joe is super jacked about. I am too. Uh, and uh, then I want to talk to you guys a little bit about some films that we've been watching and get your opinion on some stuff and see if you've seen some of the things that I have been watching because I'm very excited for uh, to be a fan of a new director. Um, before ooh. I get to that, of course, though, ooh, Joey, do you want to hear my uh, favorite curse word? Oh, sure. Right. Greg, <laughs> so Goodbye, guys, love you. All right. You know, I don't come into PSI love you and be like, Xbox rocks. Why are you guys talking about PlayStation? Uh, Nick, nah. say the
0: word. I'll make it happen.
1: Uh, you know what? <laughs> See,
2: this is why I think we should just have a server that we use so everyone can pop in and out.
1: Oh, that you would be nice. I would talk to you guys. That's specifically why know. we don't oh, do
0: God. that. That's why would we...
1: never allow me to do that. But that being said, uh, you
0: can ask for permission. I'll let it happen.
1: That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I'll bribe Kevin with whatever it takes. Ow! That's the sound that I make when I've nicked my balls shaving, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, thank God for the Lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped. Uh, Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. uh, Because uh, most people don't understand this. But manscaping for a body of my um, topographical... Uh, sort of... I don't even know what the words I'm looking for, but my body is not exactly uh, a straight line. There's lots of curves, lots of nooks and crannies, and manscaping it is is—it's a, a painful process, but thankfully uh, the Lawn Warrior 3.0 is out right now, and it makes it so much better. Uh, men, start taking notes because manscaped uh, accidents are finally a thing of the past. No more cuts and nicks with Manscaped Lawn War 3.0. This is the third generation tremor featuring advanced skin safe technology, so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. Um, I like to call them the twins. And then sometimes I call them Bill and Ted and then I go, we're going on an excellent adventure right now. Mm hmm. Anyway, the Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about how the lawnmower 3.0 has changed their lives. They even included picks so I can see the smoothness for myself and they aren't kidding. I'm still waiting for Kevin's picks to come in. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Here's that one more time. 20% off and free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Free shipping, manscaped.com. Use the code MORNING. Your partner, everyone will thank you for this. Next up. We have ExpressVPN. Love this service, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Uh, We've been watching The Last Dance, and I'm sure, I don't know if you guys have finished it or not, but I want to talk about it because it's awesome. Uh, But if you don't have ESPN, uh, it's on Netflix, but not in this country. You can use ExpressVPN to, uh, to relocate where netflix thinks you are so that you can watch last dance uh and i highly recommend you do that if you don't have espn because it's a really 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 good series uh now that so many of us are stuck at home it's only a matter of time until you run out of stuff to watch on netflix again expressvpn is there for you so you can binge stuff in other countries it's so simple to do uh just fire up expressvpn app change the location to like the uk for instance uh refresh netflix and boom that's it you can watch doctor who uh if you're a whovian or whovite or whatever people call Is it whovians whoville Okay, cool. Uh, C Express VPN hides your... uh uh, IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. It's a good line right there. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service like Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it, it's there. Uh, there are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason we love ExpressVPN uh, we, and the reason why we use it to watch shows is that it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can can stream in HD, no problem expressvpn is also compatible with all your devices uh so phones media consoles smart tvs and more uh, you can watch what you want on a personal device or the big screen wherever you are if you visit our special link right now at expressvpn.com slash morning you can get an extra three months of expressvpn for free support the show watch what you want and protect yourself with expressvpn at expressvpn.com slash morning Morning. Finally, to the big news, ladies and gentlemen. Legally Blonde three. It's happening. Woo! It's happening. Reese Witherspoon, Mindy Kaling, coming back twenty mm-hmm. years later. We find L. Did we already know
0: this? Though? Was Mindy Kaling involved in the the first two?
1: I, know, I don't no. believe her. I think she was like twelve when that movie came out. KFaf sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I see this, is my this is
1: my nightmare.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: You know, I say a lot of nice things about Greg on the show. You think you'd watch it every once in a while on KFAF Wednesdays. Go watch the last one. I made a fun short film. And by short film, I made a comedy skit, but I put the the anamorphic bars on the top of it. So it looks like a film. <laughs> Joe, what's your what's your what's your hype level for legally blonde three?
2: So we knew that this was happening because Tim and I had talked in depth about like, do we do a legally blonde in review? Is this a thing? But we didn't have any details on it. We don't, now need that we don't <laughs>
1: review. <laughs>
0: Uh, some people would like this, Nick. Oh, Have you right.
1: watched oh, Legally Blonde? I love it. The it's first one's great. It's so I good. I, hate one, I, don't Ooh, honestly. Uh, I don't
0: remember. I watched the second one. I
2: mean, so what what's it was like, Legally Blonde, Red, White, and
0: Blue, or something like that. Oh, so she runs for Congress, right.
2: right? Yeah. I don't remember. I think I've only seen that one once. Um, I'm really excited. I want to see what happened to Elwoods after she, I don't know, whatever happened in Legally Blonde, too. Um, The fact that Mindy Kaling's attached to it is really exciting. I just watched Never Have I Ever which is her new Netflix show. Oh, um, how was that? It's really good. I loved it. Okay. <laughs> um, so, and I like kind of just her style of writing. And I think the two of them together will mash up really well. Uh, Mindy, Kaling, Mindy Kaling, also a writer and producer on The Office, which is another show that I love. So
1: never heard of all it. in all,
2: these are all things that I really like. And I'm very excited for them to come together. Um, I feel like we won't see this for quite some time with all of this, but I guess they can get through some of the pre-production stuff. Here's, oh, the, here's where we right? left
1: off with Elle Woods in Legally Blonde. Give it to me, Nick. Elle Woods, played by the venerable Reese Witherspoon, journeys to Washington, D.C. to have her say about animal rights, but is ignored by every politician she encounters and quickly learns that the White House can be even tougher to navigate than the Ivy League. And then Legally Blonde 3 is about Pilates class and having kids. I don't know. I'm assuming her kids are probably going to be a part of this, right? Because it's like 20 years later.
0: You know, they should have run for president. Yeah, there's no three, way
2: that Legally maybe. Blonde 3 can be about Pilates class. Legally
0: Blonde 3, a blonde in the office. Is that what Is it's that, called? No, I just made that up. Uh, that'd oh. be
1: dope. That's a great name. You should pitch that to Mindy Kaling. and get on the writing staff. they are oh. like, Kevin, what do you think? You're like, just put her in the White House. Make her wear white. Done.
2: Uh, they do have the original producers back from Legally Blonde 1. So it seems like it's a pretty great team that they're uh, assembling I did look they did announce that Legally Blonde 3 was a thing back in June 2018 so it, I don't know that it's great news that's taken us two years to get it I feel any, like, like that's something thing. we haven't
0: talked about then on screencast well the mention she ha- I mentioned
2: I bet we talked about it on um, the morning show back in the day because she recreated oh, like Legally Blonde scenes on her Instagram uh, to
1: yeah. um, well, to be clear, her production company is crushing life so Reese yeah. Witherspoon has probably has focused on a lot I'm not going to say more important projects but I think she's been doing more um intimate and impersonal projects uh with through her production company Hello Sunshine because yeah. I think they're like she's really good about like getting good rights to books that my wife reads and then they make the movie and then my wife goes sees the movie and then she goes like, what what everywhere what's that
2: did they do Little Fires everywhere? It was like the last show she was Um,
1: Let's see. I'm just looking at their website <clears> right now. I'm just going to put Hello Sunshine Movies and see what happens.
2: Little Fires yeah. was a Hulu show that came out this year. But.
1: Uh, So they have made, let's see, films they made in 2014. Wow, that can't be right. Is that right? Gone Girl, they produced that?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Maybe. That's good. That's interesting. That's a good movie. Private, yeah.
1: To founders Reese Witherspoon and Seth Rodsky. Uh, and evidently I mean chat correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like in twenty fourteen they did Wild. Uh I Hop, it was terrible. Gone Girl. Then they did Hot Pursuit, which looks terrible. Lucy in the Sky, which sounds like an important film. Pyros. That
0: which one was looked not. really cool. I was really upset that I didn't watch that one. Was that, was that
2: on the TV. Natalie Portman one? Yeah.
0: And going to space but also yeah. losing your mind. Is that the one where she ends up uh going to try she, to She like kill... sticks out someone's house? Yeah. And, like, but like it really it. happened, right? It was it was based off so. Yeah, okay. This is really sad Sorry.
1: And then it looks like uh, television is where she's been making a, a, an even bigger wow. imprint by uh, producing. The company produced Big Little Lies, which I know you guys watched. Oh, yeah. so good. Um, and then The Morning Show, I think, is another one that they're producing right now, which everyone mm-hmm. seems to like. But I don't have Apple Plus. I tried installing install it on my wife's phone, and my all of my stuff took over <laughs> my wife's phone. And I was like, oh, God, what is she seeing that I'm seeing on my phone? I'll like, I had sexy this, girl pictures. We'll, you just know? Leave, we'll just leave it at that. Bill and Ted, what's up? Um. <laughs>
0: Little Amen. Fires
2: they did. They're doing G- Daisy Jones and the Six, which is a book, another mo- book-to-movie adaptation.
0: Lots of good stuff. That's such a
1: weird world to me, Kevin. Because when showing I think off of, your
0: books. Reading's cool. No, cool. Of, no, reading is lame. But, which, Nick, back me up.
1: Oh, it's, it's only cool if there's mostly pictures in it, yeah. I'll be honest with you. yeah. Recently, I started uh, getting back into comics, and I've been having this debate as to whether or not I should get an iPad or like a like a Surface like a tablet just to be able to read them. But I'm so cheap right now. Uh, But I just started reading, and I don't know why, but I just started reading Frank Miller's um, RoboCop comic book that he made, which was adapted from his original script. That was that Paul Verhoeven was thinking about making into RoboCop two, and then he left the project, and then they kind of took some of the ideas and changed it. It is violent. It is violent. It's good though. And it would have made, I think it's really good, but it's mm-hmm. very dated because it's like eighties and the sure. styles like, looks like the, it's like the style of the animation or the, the drawing is like garbage pale kid style. So it's kind of weird. It kind of throws you out of it. At first. It's, it's very strange. Like it's not a style that I would have ever been. I don't know who the artist is. I don't know if Frank actually did the, the ink for it. I can't remember if he draws or not, but, um, it's not great, but the story behind it and the fact that they pushed that, that idea of like consumerism and capitalism, like rampant capitalism, they push it to the point where basically like the plot is that Detroit, all the cops are on strike and they bring in an OCP brings in a new team of like mercenaries that tries to figure out how to kill all the cops so they can take over. Mm-hmm. And the only person standing in their way is like Robocop. He's been out the field for like 72 hours and he's fucking destroyed. It's awesome. It's pretty dope. Um,
0: it's actually a really
1: good pitch. More, it's a cool – cool, it would have been really cool for them to do that. But the, But I read the, some trivia on it, and they were like, it was just way too violent for the studios to do because they would have for sure gotten like an NC-17 rating. But they took a lot of that, the concept of like making a second RoboCop and put it in RoboCop 2. It didn't end up being that great of a film, but still watchable. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't know. If you guys have extra Surface books laying around, let me know because I want to start reading <laughs> more comic books in the next two weeks till I go back to work. Um, really quick,
0: so- uh, the the iPad Pro is mm-hmm. the best thing to read comic books on. Is it's it? phenomenal. Damn it. Do you have one?
1: Yeah. Damn it. Now
0: I need one. <laughs> so, so, so does... The so one
2: does huh? Miller has one too, right? And well, Tim. Miller
1: has the big one, but I want to know if I can get the small one.
0: No, I want the, the, big. the I'm saying the big one works really good. Surprisingly, you know the small one? Like the... I don't know what... The, what do they the it? Mini? mini? Is it Mini? They still call that? Yeah. That well, actually... I don't think they make them anymore.
1: I think it's Air now or well, something. They have...
0: That worked out yeah sorry go ahead that worked out really good too just because it was the perfect size for a single page but the Mm -hmm. the pro is so good for two page spans see
1: that's what i'm thinking all right well i gotta look i gotta look into it my wife's like or we could just not spend money right now and during this global pandemic and i was like well kevin got a dog so i get to have an ipad I (laughs) i was like it could be worse i could bring home two dogs right now and name them bill and ted like my balls one of these days that joke's gonna work uh oh, all right
0: that, that's actually that'd be really cool if you had two dogs that were Bill and Ted. Then when
1: you go outside you go are you guys ready to go on an excellent adventure yeah and you go, f-
0: it's oh, a lot cool. better with the dogs versus yeah, your balls, my balls. yeah yes, I that's, that was originally
1: awesome. originated but i threw it in there just you gotta see where it goes every once in a while on stage <laughs> anyway uh let's Let's segue over to what we've been watching, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we asked the patrons last week what you guys have been watching, uh, and John LaStrina wrote back and said, I've been watching Bosch, and Nick was right. I'm on season six, and I've really been enjoying it. I've also recently watched An American Tale for the first time in years, and Dom DeLuise and Christopher Plummer are fantastic in it. Is that Fiebel's American Tale?
0: Fiebel? Fiebel? What's American
1: Fieffel? Tale? Yeah, American
0: right? Tale? Yeah. Well, no,
2: there's...
1: Maybe this isn't... Me. When yeah, I hear no. American
2: Tale, I definitely think of Feifel.
1: Yeah, it's Feifel. Yeah, I do too. Feifel, Maus, Mausgewitz, who voted? No, t- was Dom DeLuise in this movie? Have I seen this movie? <laughs> this isn't the one where the rats. This isn't the one where the rats like die, like, drown in the mud as everything's sinking, right? What?
2: No, that's what, what movie Watership that's that? Down? Secret that's Secret oh, of secret there
0: we go. Oh, Secret of is scary. Oh yeah,
2: Down is also kind of the scary one too. Yeah, right? that's
0: fucking terrifying, bro. The, yeah. Is that the rabbit? Yeah, yeah, where they're like eating each other.
3: Uh, yeah, okay. mm, let's
1: see, and then uh, let's see. KCW wrote and said just finished The Last Kingdom, pretty good historical drama about the Danes and the Saxons. Uh, also watched Dairy Girls, absolutely hysterical. And Dairy quick- Girls is so good. Yeah, that's the that's a uh, Irish. It's an Irish yeah. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ellen looks oh, funny. No. What have you guys been watching lately that you want to talk about?
2: I want to talk about The Lodge because Kevin talked a lot about it last week, What's so we watched it last weekend. It is a Horror movie, uh, oh, is it's, this one
1: where she, with Riley Keo where yes. she gets stuck with the kids. Oh, that's that's Correct. the most terrifying aspect of that is getting stuck with someone else's kids.
2: I know oh. there are a lot of like weird plot points in this that are just like, okay, dad, why do you have to leave? You're a writer, why do you have to go leave to go back to your job over Christmas? Like, yeah, you're right, you're that right. whole premise of the movie, I didn't understand, he, but yeah, I thought why, Riley, cute. Was amazing she was really good and the kids were great too it has it's the main guy from it and the one that's in knives out he's like in everything right now i feel like i forget what his name is but he he was really good little girl was good the dad who's not in very much is fine um who's the mom alicia
0: silverstone that's right when we saw that paul was like oh is that that looks like this person i was like no it looks like a much older version of her and it was her (laughs) (laughs) it's It's just been been a long time
1: (laughs) yeah i'm uh just on riley keogh i'm a huge fan of hers and it's it's so great like she's a great actor has great screen presence and it's it's what
2: else has she been in
1: she was the first time i saw her was in the the showtime or maybe it was encore showtime i think uh the girlfriend experience which was Mm -hmm. uh when they brought it to that and it was a fucking twisted really crazy like first season and then i don't know why but for some reason i guess they just were like we're done with your storyline we're going to pick it up with two other people yeah and so she's not doing she didn't do it ever again but that first season is like a really like interesting and dark look into the tale of like being a high class call girl and like like, she starts because she has to pay her bills and she's also a legal like a law student working at a, at a, at a, law firm, but then slowly throughout the season, she starts just admitting to herself that she just likes being an escort way more than being a lawyer. And then yeah. those two worlds collide. It just kind of tears everything apart. Um, That's but hilarious. like, it's pretty crazy. And then it kind of, you know, obviously she has like high class clients that are these guys that are just like run the spectrum from, you know, just normal guys looking for some company to like psychopaths and shit like that. It's fucking intense. Mm. Um, it's it's an intense show. The second season I never I never watched because when she left, I was like, I don't think it's gonna have the same vibe, so I'm done. But I remember seeing yeah. her in then I remember seeing her in another film that I know Kevin liked, which was Under the Silver Lake. I think she did a good oh, job. Oh yeah, if you haven't watched that, was one of my one of my favorite films from I want to say twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen exactly. when it came Sounds out. Is right. really cool. so that the one on, that has like,
2: Andrew Garfield, Garfield, Garfield in it too? Yeah, okay. a very
1: yeah. weird indie film. Um that's sort of like a weird noir detective. Yeah, um, set 18. in LA modern time, and it's like it's weird as shit, but it's on Amazon Prime right now for free because I believe it's an Amazon Studios movie. You guys should watch yeah. that The Lodge. Okay, what else you guys got for me?
0: Um, wait, The, the Lodge, though, man, it's a trippy movie.
1: But, <laughs> it, I, I'm happy
0: to hear you like it. No, it's, it's on Hulu, Hulu right? Hulu. Okay. Yeah, Hulu's doing a great job with movies right now.
1: Yeah, speaking shows. of Hulu, you guys, are, Kevin, you were talking about something earlier that my yeah, wife so. has been watching, and I sat down to watch like an episode of it thinking, oh, here's going to be a fun one that I make fun of. Because, okay, sorry, g- bear with me. Walk with me on this one. Here's the tangent. My wife loves all of those period British dramas, and she watches them when I'm asleep because she knows that if I catch wind of her watching them in the other room, I'll go like this
3: The Counts and the Countess of Duchess are here.
0: <laughs> the <It's> Countess <laughs> of Marlene. And the lady jam are in the foyer. Joey, you know the messed up right. part? The worst part of that is that, like, they're always talking very quickly in British accents in those mm-hmm. shows. Because I watch uh-huh. a lot of them, too. Of and, it. like, that would make it so difficult. Especially because I know your speaker system, you know? You don't got great <laughs> audio. None of us do. We have a TV. Yeah. <laughs> so, my wife
1: watches. Uh, she's watching. I forget what show she just finished um, that was she really liked. But then she went on to watch this show called The Great. Which is based on Catherine the Great, but I was like, oh but god, it's a I'm not comedy. Watch this but it's a comedy, and mm-hmm. it's a really weird, very irreverent, like oh, self aware period show starring Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. And it, I, of the little bit that I watched, I was like, I'm blown away by how fucking cool and fun this this show
0: is. So there's ten episodes right now. We just finished the ninth episode. We've been watching it all week. I was planning to watch other stuff, but Paula was like, hey, remember that trailer we saw for the show The Great? Well, it's out. Do you want to watch it now? And I was like, Oh, let's go check out the first episode and see what we what we think. Oh man, it is phenomenal. The comedy is so good. The acting's amazing. Ella Fanning's just ten out of ten actors.
1: She's really good. Yeah. And, and and I've never I'm not I've never really thought about Ella Fanning. I've seen her and stuff. I'm like, she's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is the first thing I've seen her and I'm like, wow, you have really come into your own as an actor. Yeah. Which sounds silly because she's been acting for the last like 20 years. But like watching this, I'm like, wow, you are nailing this character. You have great screen presence. And I'm really interested and invested in your story. Um, and, you know, it's like Joe, it's with, with like, the, like the king's court where she has yeah. to go. And like you fill up all the political stuff. And then Nicholas Holt's just a psychopath.
0: He's uh, he's he's so perfect for the role. When In the first episode, I was like, ah, I'm not a big fan of him. He he's often did too he have, much. Like, warm bodies. No. I like Warm Bodies. No, I don't. Like it's so World. interesting. Yeah. I you didn't like Warm Bodies? I, I wasn't a fan of Warm Bodies.
1: Oh, you didn't like it? Okay. No. I, I thought it was... That was one where he was a zombie and then he starts
0: coming back. Romeo Human and area. Juliet with zombies. Hot. Yeah. Hot. Uh, but, like, as the show progresses, you, like, fall in love with how much you hate this character. Where he's, <laughs> You're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. He is the worst person ever. And, like, their mentality is so messed up but it's so funny. It's so funny how little they care about their, like, the serfs, the people that, yeah. like, they get to treat like crap. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's, and, like, how it, it also, they they do things. I, I want to say, like, episode six or seven, something happens, and you're like, oh, my God, this show is serious. Like, it's it's not just funny. Like, now they're taking on serious thing. Oh, character's gone. This the one character that we've seen for a long time, has, has passed away, and like that's not a joke. This it, it just gets very real all of a sudden. Yeah, it's cool. I highly
1: recommend it from what I saw. It looked really fun if you're a fan of that period piece stuff. I, it's the same people that did Emma, right? Or is it the same people that did the favorite? No, maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, I, it has it, the, it it's has the, the same people, people that did minds. the favorite.
1: Yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, go the check it out. The favorite. favorite, okay. Yeah, Paula uh, just came
0: yeah, over their phone, like unrelated to you guys, was writing that on her phone to show me. That's really <laughs> weird timing. Oh, cool! Yeah,
1: cool. Um, cool. One of the things that I watched that I wanted to talk to you guys about that I was actually surprised at how much I liked it was Underwater, which is the Kristen Stewart sci-fi horror movie. Sorry, it's Kristen Stewart, TJ Miller, and a bunch of other actors that I don't know that well. Um, One of it, Vincent Cassell is plays the captain of this underwater rig, and the movie. If you saw the trailer, it's Kristen Stewart with a shaved head, dyed blonde, and it starts with her. (laughs) <laughs> and then she's, like, looking at the water on her hand. She's like, oh, God, something's happening. And then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. That is the first 30 seconds of the movie. And from that point on, it becomes a very interesting, very claustrophobic survival horror movie about these people who are the last survivors of this giant underwater drilling rig who have to figure out how the fuck to get to another rig that's, like, two miles away on the the ocean floor to get to the sub, that or to get to the escape pods that'll allow them to get back to the surface. Meanwhile, all sorts of crazy sci-fi shit is happening underneath them. Um, there it is. What is that? There it is. <laughs> Thomas.
0: Thomas keeps jumping on my desk, and this is like his third attempt. So I'm just gonna let him. Explore just let him my it. It. He wants. He Sorry. likes
1: underwater. He's a big Kristen Stewart fan. Ever it's since, it's ever so since funny,
0: Panicry. Joey. Do you remember there was two movies that I kept pushing for us to go see? It was it Dark was the, Water.
2: Yeah, which is the which is name the
0: Alligator One, right? No. No. Which it's one was the dark it's DuPont poisoning the water with Mark Ruffalo. Oh, right. Or Mark yeah.
2: Ruffalo, yeah. And then this one. And this There was a was reason there. that we couldn't go see this one, though.
0: I think that we, like, planned it, and then day of, we were just like, Ugh.
1: I don't
2: know. Because I remember wanting to see this because it looked kind of fun.
1: But... it's If you like that classic... I mean, it is, like, classic beat-for-beat beat survival horror. Mm-hmm. Something happens, they got to get away from it, and then just an ever escalating a string of challenges get in front of them as people get picked off one by one Um, TJ Miller is in it and he always offers just the right amount of like humor for the the film Um, and I think just for no other reason the production design of it and the way it's directed is really really good and I want to give a shout out to the director because I liked this movie so much I watched his other film Uh, called The Signal, which is on Netflix right now, Uh, which is another fun sci-fi, sort of like weird indie sci-fi film um, that I really, really liked about some some people, some kids from like MIT who are like super geniuses who are trying to track down a hacker, and when they track him down, uh, they get to that place, and then all sorts of weird shit starts happening to them when they like, and they wake up in like this weird government facility, and all shit happens. Look at that Hmm. little puffy cat. Um, It's... Let me see. i'm gonna give He's a shout never out to done this before he likes me he likes the sound of my voice
0: he can't hear him i'm wearing headphones
1: that's he how i have excellent hearing and smell uh william Wait. eubank is the name of the director and i think he did a really really good job with this if you want if you if you don't want to pay for underwater and you have netflix check out the signal it's really jesus hopeless. christ it's kind of crazy <laughs> and weird um, i'm
0: sorry guys that's
1: all good all gooch in the booch uh aside from that Everyone, uh, wait, real
0: quick, how is under uh, how is Kristen uh, Stewart in underwater? Stewart? Yeah, she's Kristen Stewart, yeah, which I, 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 I like, like I like
1: her, yeah. She is very, like, I don't, I don't
0: want wait, real quick, not
1: the best part of this movie. Let's just put it that way. One she's of the easy.
0: reasons why I want to watch The Lodge is because I thought she was in it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's the movie <laughs> with Kristen Stewart because you know, that girl kind of looks like her,
1: she they look alike. But Riley Keogh, I think has a much – I think she has much better range than Kristen Stewart. The thing about Kristen Stewart is she is just kind of like a blank canvas and that if you surround her with a cool idea and actors that can carry the scenes, then she's fine. But – and in this movie, that's what you get. You get really cool visuals the production design of the suits that they wear is so fucking cool in anime. And they obviously make a lot of callbacks to like anime in the movie. So you can tell that the director was like, we want this to look like a, like a, you know, inspired by Japanese anime. Um, and so, and she's fine. She's serviceable. I don't want to speak badly of her, but I think that you could have put in, for some reason, she's still in Hollywood it girl and she opens movies, but I think you could have put someone a little bit, better in that role in the movie would have wouldn't have suffered let's put it that way but still still very very watchable and uh you know she she definitely has a good physical presence on screen it's just when they get to some of these moments where they where they start talking about why she has decided to work on this underwater ridge or, or thing and like basically not be have a real life you're like all right let's get to the where the fucking things attack what's going on let's just uh, it's fine get back get get, through, get to the point where they have to crawl through an underwater tunnel that's like the size of a fucking nickel. And then Nick has a claustrophobic panic attack while he's watching it.
0: It's uh, and then my next question uh, the signal. Like, are the actors, none of them are known actors, right?
1: No. Uh, well, Olivia There's Cook. One, right? So Olivia Cook is the, she plays the uh, the lead female actress oh, no. in it. She's like, Hold on. And sorry. she is in, what's up?
0: Uh, Thomas turned the screen off. The, well, I guess I'm not going to touch because then it won't. Oh, wait, it's back. Sorry.
1: Okay. That's okay. Um, so, uh, Olivia Cook, I love her. She was in a movie called uh, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, which is really, really good. Oh, yeah. And then she was in Thoroughbreds, I believe, as well. Oh, it's a great um, movie. Alongside uh, What's-Her-Butt, uh, Big-Eyed Girl from...
0: Anya Tyler-Joy. Tyler-Joy, Tyler Tyler yeah. Oh, so, God. Uh, Damn it. Get
1: there it out. is. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, those, both those movies great for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Was That was a fun little Saturday night with Dee and I watched Underwater and then watched The Signal afterward and I ate pizza while she uh, was healthy. So that was fun. <laughs> Uh, other than that, obviously finished the last dance, cannot recommend that enough. Um, so good. Yet, recently started watching on I forget which <clears throat> platform uh Commando starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is just the most 80s of action films you'll ever watch. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's so fucking eighties. It'll it'll just it, it's just full of catchphrases and muscles and just sh- great stuff. Lots of violent action. It's great. Uh anything else for you guys?
2: I started watching Upload on Amazon Prime.
1: Oh, that's the Stephen Amell show or Robbie Amell show.
2: Yeah, Robbie Amell. I'm only oh. like three episodes in. I really like it. I it's a interesting thing. I think it's it's kind of like Black Mirror, but like way more grounded and less like dark. Um, I was say, it seems like it's
1: a comedy, like a yeah. lighthearted comedy, right? Yeah.
2: Um, it kind of has like it's like if <laughs> the like tech and like kind of mystery aspect of Black Mirror met. Kind of like the good place, but not oh, yeah. writing not
0: as great as the good place, but kind of that vibe. Wait, wait, wait! Um, I'm sorry, you say writing not as good as the good place?
2: Yeah, because I think the good place is excellent. It has the same vibe, but it's not,
0: like Whoa, it's so th- good. I think, I think the good so place good. can be enjoyable at times, but I think that like the writing is trash. <laughs> the characters are terrible. Anyways, go ahead.
1: Well, Kristen Stewart lost I mean, Jack Shepherd. Just saying. That's Kristen Bell. Whatever. Um, oh, Kristen Bell? Isn't she in the good place? Yeah yeah okay
2: um but yeah ready. it's it's a interesting kind of premise it's like this whole like you upload your consciousness to the cloud and uh robbie amell dies in a car accident like in the in the very beginning of the first episode and he gets uploaded like really early and it's like we have to help you with your transition but then there's this mystery aspect of did he actually die in this car accident was it an accident because he was developing this um upload software that was like open source and you didn't have to pay for it versus like it's now this multi-billion dollar industry um, Mm -hmm. that's been privatized and stuff like that. So I think it's kind of fun. There's a lot of like weird, quirky characters. I'm interested to see how it goes. I don't know how many episodes it is. I hope it's only eight, but if it's 10 or 12, it might kind of lose me. But I actually really like it so far. Is this a week
0: to week thing?
2: Uh, No, they're all up now.
0: So you're just not aware because you haven't seen how many episodes are on there or? yeah I haven't looked I just started it I
2: don't know I don't look at that before I start something yes Nicholas you
1: does Robbie Mel take his shirt off like he does in The Babysitter uh
2: I don't I think he has a couple scenes but it's not prominent
1: I'll watch it
2: it. I like Uh, him he's he's quirky but I like him yes Kevin Kevin kind of funny
0: who is Robbie and Mel
1: Stephen Mel's brother
2: cousin uh, he's in the babysitter. <laughs> uh, he's in some CW dude, show.
0: I tell
1: you this right now, Robbie Amell is in one of my all-time favorite fucking like young adult comedies of all time called The Duff. If you haven't oh. seen, oh. Go watch with um,
2: the, um may whitman movie. who i also know yeah,
1: oh, yeah it's actually a very fun like 80s style coming of age young adult movie like a john hughes-esque movie and i think yeah. it's hilarious uh in the chat people dj kendra says crawl is the alligator one thank you appreciate that um and then oh, cool greg watching.
0: really wanted to watch crawl
2: and th- yeah i think Joey also was in i was de- listen when Greg wants to actually go watch something i'm not gonna say no that's Greg never wants to go watch anything
0: very so, true i think he watched it without joey it. i do recognize right? recognize robbie amell now that i've googled him yeah. you know Robbie. He's, I wouldn't know robbie.
1: he's like everyone's best friend uh next <laughs> week ladies and gentlemen i'm going to throw out this topic for you uh what do you think of the snyder cut news uh do, is it a good idea is it setting a terrible precedent are you excited to watch this do you think they should have spent more money on this or would five dollars and, and a packet of skittles mm-hmm. suffice? to uh to bring back Zack Snyder's career uh that he pretty much lost after that after he left that movie. Let us know. Uh go over to patreon.com slash kinda funny back us at the bronze tier and you can submit uh, your response to that question over there um, and as always if, you've, if we've talked about anything here on this podcast you're watching on YouTube and you want to leave a comment please do so in the comments below and hit that subscribe button and that little bell notification if that's still a thing uh, as a reminder for everyone watching live here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we do the show every week around about 11 15 sometimes Thursdays sometimes Fridays depending on when Tim wants us to do the show um, <laughs> and remember if you have Amazon Prime hey now's a great chance to go and link that to your Twitch Prime and give us that free subscription it's free for you and gives us five dollars out of jeff bezos's money and he is now worth 700 trillion dollars uh even after his divorce he's the only person i've ever known that got divorced and is now worth more um we'll be uh we're gonna we're gonna take a break right now we'll come right back and read the subscribers if you're watching live if not uh we'll see you guys at the movies next week
0: wait real quick joey it, season one of upload is 10 episodes mm-hmm. that's long is it I felt like that's what you were saying that like if it was fourteen you'd be upset.
2: I I want a solid eight episode run for everything. So are you
0: going to stop? Because now I kind of I'm going to keep watching it. I've already watched three of them. Okay. All right. right, bye. Bye everyone.